0: This is a podcast for curious readers. Hey there, podcast people. It's Kristen again, back with another episode of Book Pros. And on this episode, uh, I sat down with Aaron a few weeks ago of Aaron's Books fame. And uh, we talk a little bit about him growing up in a bookstore and what that was like and some of his uh, adventures in the bookstore when he was younger and what it's like to be the Aaron of Aaron's books in a small town and kind of what he's up to now um, as he's in college and everything. So we'll get a little bit of background on that. And for all those of you who come into the shop asking uh, to various ones of us who work there, are you Aaron? Uh, No, none of us are Aaron except for this Aaron. This is the Aaron of Aaron's books and he is in college. And he's a pretty cool guy. So uh, stay tuned and you'll get to hear more about that. Next week, uh, we will have the Book Swap episode with Emily and Bailey. And so buckle up for that because it is a wild ride. And I'm so excited for everyone to hear it. And one last thing. Today is the launch day of Amy King's newest middle grade novel, Attack of the Black Rectangles. And I can't recommend it highly enough. It is very timely. um, It's a really great well-written story and I think it's very important to read it not only as a kid but also as a parent or just a human being in the world who loves books and thinks that um, everyone should have access to the books that they want to read. So make sure you go online or in our store and pick up a copy because it is a really great book. All right so without further ado we're going to get into my conversation with Aaron, and that's it. All right. Hope you enjoy it.
1: Do you want to start with, uh, I'm Aaron, I'm 19. <laughs> uh, I'm the Aaron of Aaron's books. The store is named after me. Yeah, sure. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Okay. we got some background noise. Yeah. Sorry. It happens. We can do. Alright, so Aaron of Aaron's Books.
1: Yes. <laughs> hey. That is I.
0: It is you. It is you and you are currently in college. We'll get to that. But tell me what was it I mean you were how old were you when your parents moved here and decided I was... to open it? You were real little.
1: Yes, I was two and a half. It was yeah, it was the summer okay. when I was two.
0: Okay.
1: So yeah, I I remember the move to the new house. Yeah. I I have no idea how early my memories of the store yeah are. It's it's just always kind of been there. I can't really remember a time yeah. before your, the store.
0: Your parents talk about you taking naps here like when they're like when they first opened up, when they were up by Do-Si-Do. Mm-hmm. about how like because this was your both your parents came here and worked so you were little and you would obviously come with them and they would have like a little nap area set up for you in the back and then like yeah i just thought i always thought that was really cute your parents have have shared partly more memories than you actually
1: remember yeah no the most i can remember is the different furniture we've had over the years yeah the um different shelves like i think the oldest ones we have are the really yeah. light colored uh taller yeah yeah over five foot shelves um then i remember a very large green I don't know, it was like a turtle shell kind of um, oh. chair. And I was probably took some naps in there. <laughs> probably. <yeah. laughs> um, and then our uh, kids area in the back is probably where I spent the most yeah. amount of time.
0: We COVID retired the train table that it you did. you donated trains <laughs> and what else was here? Was it there weren't Legos. Were there were there Legos here?
1: No, I think it was it ended up just being the train set. Yeah. By the end. I think over the years some of my toys ended up yeah in the back uh but in the new space we just didn't have as much room yeah especially because we want this uh game section yeah we as well
0: the train table i'm trying to think train table was out up until i think shortly before covid shut everything down no and it then, was and then we just never brought it back out because we were like oh, maybe it's not a good idea to have
1: a you bu- know we, a we took out hands. our uh, <laughs> our train um table yeah at covid i remember washing all of this yeah. stuff because yeah, we thought we right. might actually put it back out that's right um yeah but yeah i remember i'm surprised some of it still lasted i know, you know what 10 years yeah over 10 well over 10 years this um, is going to
0: remind people that we used to have a train table maybe they'll start a like petition to like bring <laughs> back the train table in the children's section but the way the kids section is right now we don't really have anywhere to there's not really space for it the way it is right now but yeah and i also remember as someone who would. works here i I prefer not to have a dream. Yes, it's
1: probably best we don't have it. But yeah. I remember kids would also just accidentally leave toys here, and eventually yeah. they would just be incorporated into.
0: If no one ever came <laughs> back to get them. Yeah. Which I
1: was fine because the toys that are here were pretty much my toys yeah. as well, so.
0: I think I inherited a bunch of your Legos too.
1: That sounds right. Yeah.
0: When your parents were getting rid of them, and I. They... At the time i didn't have any kids and they were like do you want these for your nieces and nephews and i was like yeah sure (laughs) so i think i inherited some of your toys too i mean i I still have
1: some toys i need to get rid of do you want any more legos
0: no no, now i have a five-year-old and we have plenty of toys (laughs) and legos (laughs) but thank you (laughs) no yeah it was yeah too many toys for little kids but yeah that that's it's weird i haven't thought about that in a while all the different iterations of like the way the shop has changed and then Mm -hmm. specifically with that kind of stuff like we used to have because when I first started working here too we had the like um comfy chairs like they're they're not called comfy chairs but you know what I mean like the stuffed chairs that we would have around kind of and people would sit in and relax and whatever and then we kind of did away with those over the years too but I forgot about all of that
1: yeah and just the children's section kind of being my section one with the toys it's like if Aaron's spending yeah multiple hours back there, we're probably, we have the right selection of toys. Right. Um, but Did also you... for uh, the books. Yeah. Like for several years, the children's section was my section where I would like be reading some of the books and kind of deciding which ones yeah would be the new ones we put in there.
0: Based on what you, like you liked, because you were kind of like the kid expert in the, yeah. yeah.
1: And they could kind of move. Like eventually I went and I was doing that for middle grade yeah. and then doing that for young adult.
0: Yeah yeah how how did growing up in a bookstore like you have- you have two parents who obviously love books and love to read so mm-hmm. like it's kind of inevitable that you will all like you're surrounded by books all the time so <laughs> like what how has what you like to read changed
1: um I feel like it's evolved as it would anyone else like you you're at your your reading level yeah when you're younger and and you're enjoying those books um a lot of the books that I grew up on that weren't quite my reading level were the ones my dad would read to me uh, before bed. Was it The Hobbit? The Hobbit was one of them, <laughs> yes. There Sorry, were some, Todd. I
0: had to get a Hobbit joke. <laughs> there were some fantasy,
1: some yeah. classics, you know, Treasure Island. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that um, those books as he would read to me. So I had more of like, his tastes yeah. growing up. Um, Cause that was the thing that we kind of, uh, shared, uh, just cause he wasn't in the house as much because yeah. um, as they mentioned in there, like they have both at times taken two jobs. Right. Uh, and he was kind of first for that, taking a job, uh, in Harrisburg Yeah. for several years. Yeah. So we shared the, um, reading before bed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love that. That's one of my favorite times of, of the day is just reading the stories. I started reading, a. It's a little elementary series called um, *The Last Firehawk*, mm-hmm. which is just like this. It's it's very like. Um Watership Down or like or kind of like kind of Tolkien ish but it's like a little group of animals and they have to save the whole it's just really cute but she I'm, I'm really trying to get her into fantasy <laughs> and so far she really loves it Um
1: eventually get her up to like red wall yes and then exactly And then to, yeah. yeah
0: yeah that's that's my goal but um, we'll see what she likes I don't know but I am trying to make her love, the things I love. Uh, do you did you end up like do you and your dad still have a lot of stuff reading wise in common that you like to read like because your dad like todd your dad mm-hmm. uh loves tolkien fantasy like high fantasy specifically do you like that as well or have you kind of like you like lots of different things or
1: so i don't have as much time to read for pleasure
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> over why the past is that years. <laughs> well
1: there's this thing called school yeah um
0: yeah it ruins reading doesn't it for you, you well can't read what you want <laughs>
1: You can't read quite what you want, but I always loved English class, because for the most part, they're books that, like, you you should be reading some of these books, because mm-hmm. it's just in the general consciousness of, like, people reference To Kill a Mockingbird. People right. will reference Huckleberry Finn, um, the Shakespeare plays. 1984.
0: All yeah. All that kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: And... I it's been many years of English class where I never really disliked too many of the books. Yeah, same.
0: I I loved um, most of what I was assigned to read.
1: Like some were harder to read, like Ethan Frome, where there's not as much happening. <laughs> oh God, I forgot about um, Ethan Frome. <laughs> but I still in, enjoyed it for what it was, and it was good to read something more in that yeah more drab genre. <laughs> Like, but it was still a good book. I enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it, it's a, it's good to get the more experiences, um, and then there's some that I really loved, like uh, Fahrenheit. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and Shakespeare, uh, reading different poems as yeah. well for English class. So I never really lost my love of reading. It's just I only had time to do what was assigned. Yeah. Um, and that
0: stays pretty much through, like. It wasn't until I graduated, like, with my master's. Like, the, after that, I was kind of like, oh. Because, yeah, from, from high school to college, I mean, all I read was what was assigned. And most of it I loved, except for I had a British lit class. We had to read The Fairy Queen. Have you ever had to read that? I haven't Everybody. read that yet. It's awful. Okay. I hated it. It was so... I, I don't know. I just I still have, like, this burning hatred for it for some reason. Um but it wasn't until I graduated with my master's that I finally was like, oh yeah. And then it was like a little bit of rediscovering like, what do like what do I like to read now as like a, at the time I was like thirty, I was like a thirty year old mm-hmm. adult. Like what what am I into? And that was kind of actually fun to like go back and be like start reading what I, what I could just choose for myself. And some of the things that I liked when I was younger, I still really liked. And some things I was like, oh yeah, that's not really. I don't think I, that's my thing so much anymore. But. Yeah, so you're in the middle of all of that, especially because you have one week left before you go back to college. Yes, I'm going back <laughs> to
1: college next week. Um, but the good news is, I've the habit of reading before I go to bed never went away. So sometimes it's just I have to read what's assigned to me, but sometimes I do get to read. Yeah, uh, like young adult. I've been reading that. Um, another thing, like sharing reading with my dad. We're actually um, reading together. Um, one of Amy King's books, I think it's her second book she got published, Veridietz. Okay. Reading that. Um, I'm reading the English and the German version. He's reading the English, and then we're going to get together and talk with Amy about it. Cause... You're reading
0: it in German?
1: Yes. Well, I'm reading it side by side. Okay. So it's not... I've read it once six years ago. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I'm reading it in the German first and then reading it in the English. Yeah. Um, it's going slower than if i was just reading it in english yes, but for sure. i'm enjoying it because you were
0: just in germany for a couple of weeks. i
1: was yeah. yeah and going reading it before i left and then after i left i do notice that i did improve did do? my comprehension which is good
0: were you like for fully immersed in german over there or
1: like... no um it was berlin so okay. it's a very multicultural yeah. it's probably one of the most multicultural cities in the world mm-hmm. and like, in- German is the first language, but English is the... Everyone knows English there. Yeah. Um, and I was also at an American university. Oh, okay. Um, so, while my German class was in German. Everything else was... Like, the emails and stuff were all in English. Okay. While I was there, I was thinking that I probably wouldn't have chosen German as the language uh, to study if I hadn't been growing up in Lidditz with a very, like, Pennsylvania Dutch... Yeah. Uh, origin, uh, even though I think the town of Lidditz is not based on a German town. It's based on, I think, somewhere in Czech, maybe.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. I've lived here my whole life. you think I'd know, but I don't. <laughs>
1: um, uh, but yeah, it's very Pennsylvania Dutch. Yeah. Like the Lidditz Springs, there's an engraving right at the root of the spring that's in uh, Pennsylvania Dutch.
0: Do you know what it says?
1: It's like the... The spring of God flows here or something like that. It's... Okay.
0: Can I tell you something? Yeah. I have always... So, and I think this comes from me just being a kid mm-hmm. and walking... Like growing up here, I always... Thought, and maybe I heard it. Maybe it's an urban legend and I have no idea. But the actual little engraving above the little spring, yeah. I always thought it meant that somebody dropped their hat in there and died.
1: No. No, no, it does not mean because that.
0: I have no basis for that whatsoever, but it is always what I thought it said. Yeah. If there's anyone else out there who actually thought that as well, or if that was a story that we used to tell each other when we were kids, like that that's what happens. I think one of the words in it is H-A-T, which I don't know what that means in Pennsylvania Dutch, but in my little kid mind, I was like, oh, he dropped a hat <laughs> and he died and we went to get it. So just be careful.
1: No, hot just means has. It's a verb.
0: Ah, uh, see. <laughs> yep. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not joking at all. I have thought that my entire life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well,
1: glad we could learn something today.
0: Yeah. I wonder if anyone. Yeah. I wonder if anyone else ever thought that. Probably not. I have a weird brain. Oh well. Do you get any? Did you have any like perks growing up in a bookstore named after you?
1: Well. I can really just take whatever book I want <laughs> off the shelf, and yeah. it can just be m- my book. Yeah. Um, and I've tried my best not to just take every book. I'll only take a book if I'm going to read it. Mhm. Uh, but yeah, I can get a book whenever I want. Um, and for college, it's been nice that we've just been able to order yeah, just my books and that. have my own copy, mm-hmm. uh, rather than a copy I would have to like give back to the school. Yeah. Because really. Either own a bookstore or rent the book. Do not pay for your own copy of the textbook. There's no oh <laughs> need gosh, to do I'll that. What,
0: yeah, it is. It is expensive. I yeah. remember that. And and then you go to sell them back and like a book that you spent $150 for, they're like, we'll give you $15 for it so we can resell it. It's like, okay. Which a lot of my undergrad stuff I I got rid of. I mean, textbook wise. I still have my Norton Shakespeare and I still have a lot of like the books that I bought that I loved. But yeah. Yeah. Like
1: now I can keep all the books that um, I read that are more like the English class type books. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I noticed that your parents like order your textbooks or your books that you need to read for class from here, which is I'm sure cheaper as well for for them and for you. (laughs) Because getting it from the bookstore, of course, in college is usually overpriced.
1: Yeah. It's also good because we can then talk about the books after I've read them because they'll know uh, what books I, I had.
0: So what are you studying in college right now? Do you, do you yeah. want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah, so
1: this coming semester I'm um, taking a uh, poetry and philosophy course in German. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's... <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting. German poetry. Uh, I think it's m- more focused on the philosophy. Okay. But there'll be some poetry too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm taking a human rights course. Um, awesome. That'll be fun. Uh, it's with a organization that's advocating for the weaker muslims in china so okay we get like one class day where it's more of the standard uh discussion of the readings and then another day where it's actually working with the organization so i'm really looking forward each to that.
0: week like you have a you have and it's like a monday a seminar and a wednesday so like monday is more the a... seminar
1: wednesday is that's awesome the more active and you're at bard college bard college yes yeah. it's a very liberal arts college we um like the more English class last year that I took was it's just 20 kids and the professor sitting around the table and just talking about what we read for that day Ugh, and just that the awesome. discussion goes where it goes yeah um obviously there's, if there's something the professor wants to bring up then it's going to get there right um but yeah it's just talking about it it's uh, less
0: lecture and more yeah like uh what's the word I'm looking for like I'm putting my hands together, yeah. yeah Collaboration. It's, yeah, it's more like collaborative. a more collaborative process.
1: Yeah. yeah, I only so far I've had one lecture class, and I might in the next three years have one more yeah. lecture class. And even then, it was really interesting. It was about the history of documentary and how it's changed over time. So we just watched documentaries every week, and then had one lecture class yeah. where. Someone who knew about documentaries talked to us about them.
0: Every time you talk about <laughs> college every time you talk about college and like when when you were well, I guess last year or a year and a half ago or whatever it was, when you were deciding where you were gonna go and your mom and dad would be here and sometimes I'd talk to them about it and be like, you know, what what is he thinking? What are you gonna do? And they'd say, Well, he's looking here and he's looking here and then they started talking about Bard, like when that was something you were yeah more sure of, and they started saying and then your mom would be like, Look at the campus, look at this, and I was like can I go like I I would love uh, that it just sounds idyllic it's well amazing
1: the great thing about how those classes are structured is you just have everyone's reading the same thing whether it's an article Mm -hmm. or a book and then we're just talking about the book and letting the conversation go yeah um and that's something you can just do from books you get from this bookstore yes if you just have friends who are interested in discussing things um, and you don't want it to just always be about the news. Yeah. You can, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you can just decide on, um, it doesn't have to be from the classics. It can be yeah. from any section Yeah, and just have a discussion on that book.
0: Yeah. I think it's more of a middle-aged wish to go back and do college and have <laughs> like, yeah, like another college yeah. experience that would be fun.
1: The simpler <laughs> times.
0: Yes. The, yes. The simpler times. Although they didn't feel simple at the time, yeah. but now that I'm 20 years out of it it feels more simple
1: (laughs) I think more going back and then having also the maturity for all the drama and the social aspects yeah my college is almost designed to be almost better for people who are yeah older yeah but I used to wonder
0: so like a lot of my classes when I was in undergrad as you as I as you like my junior and senior years they were combined with graduate classes so like they most of them would be like an evening class and they'd be combined with graduate level classes which I really liked but every once in a while there would be like just a middle-aged adult who would be in the class and sometimes they'd be auditing it so they didn't actually have to do any of the work they just wanted to come and I used to think that was insane I'm like what are you doing here? Why would you want to be here? And now as a like 40 some year old woman, I'm like, oh, I a hundred percent understand why you would want to do that. Like just getting to go and be in the classroom where you're reading things and discussing things. And it's, it's amazing. And I, as a kid, I, as a 20 year old, I wouldn't, I was like, I don't know why you would pay to come here and do this (laughs) for no reason. But now as an adult, I totally get it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, last semester I had there were three different uh, middle-aged women who came in mm-hmm. to my various classes and they were a student mm-hmm. in that class. They were doing yeah. the assignments, they were doing the readings yeah. and they were in the discussions. Yeah. Uh, they seemed to be enjoying it.
0: Yeah, it, it, yeah, as a as a college student I didn't understand it. I was like, why would you willingly subject yourself to all this work? But now as an adult I'm kind of like, oh, I get it. Like you that sometimes that part of the brain I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Well,
1: yeah, you should never stop learning. Yeah. Uh, And I think you don't have to pay college tuition to (laughs) never stop learning. But if there's a really nice college that's, you know, right right next to your city, then (laughs) I can see why you'd pay for it. But
0: yeah, especially if the classes were like what you're going to where truly is more of a like collaborative kind of thing and you're sharing ideas and not every college course or conversation or anything is like that sometimes it's just a person saying here's what you should think about this <laughs> but yeah what uh was it weird did you get questions a lot growing up of like what am I trying to ask how many do people know that you're the Aaron of Aaron's books
1: so going to public school in the area hmm I'd say within the first week I'd always have the question of, Are you the Aaron of Aaron's books? Really. Um yeah, you know, very common. Um and like so today I do jobs and stuff or in in the area within like thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um and it's always, you know, eventually it'll be brought up that I'm the Aaron of Aaron's books. Yeah. And they'll know that. Um and when I, yeah, when I was younger, there's usually the introductory, like, say a fun fact about yourself. mm mm-hmm. um, And I usually, I wouldn't say that on the Aaron of Aaron's books. Um, but now that I've gone to college yeah. in a different state, that's a great icebreaker. Yeah. It's so interesting that- <laughs>
0: There's a bookstore named after <laughs> bookstore you. bookstore named after yeah. you.
1: But not everyone in this class knows exactly yes. where it is. And- <laughs> could right now walk to it right yeah so yeah
0: yeah it has a different feeling when you're not in your hometown and you're like i'm the aaron of aaron's books (laughs) and everyone's like the what (laughs) but yeah Yeah. did you ever not like it being named after you
1: uh no no i've it's just always kind of been how it was yeah um and i enjoyed it i i liked it i like books and i like that it's a store that's named after me yeah I think your mom
0: said, too, that, like, they would give you, every once in a while, they'd ask you, like, are you okay with it being called Aaron's Books? You know, we can change it if you don't like it, mm. if it's whatever.
1: But... Yeah, I think, like, ten years ago, the last time they asked it, I was a little, um, like, mad that they kept asking. Like, of course it's fine. And they they never <laughs> asked again. So, uh-huh. I actually, I can't remember the first times they asked it. I only remember, like, yeah. the one last time.
0: When you were like, stop asking me that, it's fine. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, like, maybe in, like, middle school, I might have had a different thought about yeah. it. But by that time, I also would have been in it enough to realize, well, that would be a huge, like, branding change. It would probably hurt the business.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. Um, and middle school sucks for everybody, too. Yeah. So if it's not one thing, it's something it's else something, that you're yeah, getting. Exactly. Yeah.
1: But on to, like, questions. Mm-hmm. The no, Besides the Are You Aaron of Aaron's books, the number one question I've been asked is, have you read every book in the store? I've been <laughs> asked that question at least 10 times. Really? And I just, I don't, I wish I had a fun response to yeah. that. I wish I had something prepared for that. Yeah. Because I'm probably going to be asked that one or two more times. But, the I mean, the answer yeah. is no. Yeah, There's how could you possibly? There's thousands of books in here. Um
0: and different ones all the time, so, th- yeah like, different ones, ever...
1: always new books, um I mean, it's not quite like the like YouTube level of like there's yeah. a billion seconds of yeah. content every single second mm-hmm. um some it's not that quite, um but yeah i don't I don't have the time to read all these books, <laughs> no. I don't really want to read all these books, no. especially yeah. when I was like six, I'm like I'm not gonna read the romance section. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no no I still feel that way and I'm a 42 year old woman so <laughs> yeah no yeah, yeah. And, and sometimes I it was also
1: adults that would ask that question it wasn't just kids in my class really yeah it was an odd question I mean I don't have like any ill will towards anyone that asked me that <laughs> question I think it's fun funny now uh, yeah but you it's... should
0: come up with a like a fun I answer for it but I don't have no idea what that but would it's be. just
1: interesting that that's multiple people that's the yeah. first thing that comes up to ask after they learn <laughs> that yeah. I have a bookstore. Have you
0: read all the books? Yes, I have. In fact, we don't put a book in the store until after I've read it. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, that's also the thing. Like, I've been able to read um, advanced, readers cop- advanced yeah. reader copies. That's the best. Uh, arcs, yeah. Yes. Um, where it's not at the very last editing phase. Like, there will be, like, some typos. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, like, one or two minor things might be changed uh, by the end. But it's the publisher sending the book out to people who would like do an article about it in the new york yeah. times or people who would sell it yeah um in a bookstore yeah so we get to you know have a stack of advanced reader copies uh and it's just,
0: a really great perk of working yeah, in a Yeah. you get to read a book before
1: it comes out yeah um every once in a while you get like a um a star wars or a marvel one where it's like you're not even allowed to, have to, like, talk about the plot of this yeah. one. So those are interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's some serious ones. I remember, I think the last time we had really big ones like that, one was like a Harry Potter something or something like yeah. that. There's like really serious ones that you're like, you may not even breathe oh, yeah, <laughs> like these books. <laughs> it will...
1: Yeah, well, like when Harry Potter was coming out, you yeah. would get the boxes, um, like, days in advance, mm-hmm. and you were not allowed to open the box. Yeah.
0: Um pain of death. <laughs> yeah. Or lawsuit.
1: <laughs> and like other like big things like Hunger Games came out, it was yeah. kind of the same. Uh, it's been a thing. while
0: since we've had a really big title like that that has been like Yeah absolutely cannot.
1: I yeah. mean I feel like that's also how things in general are going where people are a lot more segmented. Yeah. Like you know exactly like even online, like you know like the content that you want to be consuming. Yeah. And, like with books, you know, the type of books you'd want to be reading and there hasn't been like something that everyone is yeah always like there's some things that a lot of people are watching yeah like like, a lot of people watching stranger things but a majority of people aren't yeah um so that's probably the same for books now yeah i'm
0: trying to think like game of thrones was probably the last one but those books were so were published so far in advance of the uh tv show you know what I mean? They've been out since the late 90s, the first one. You know, it's old that it wasn't, like, a huge rush to get them. Like, there were plenty in circulation by the time the show came along. But, I th- yeah, that was probably one of the bigger ones. But yeah.
1: And we don't have any insider mm-hmm. knowledge of when the next one's coming out. <laughs> no.
0: Wait, you mean, like, the last yes. of, the, of the actual <laughs> A Song of Fire and Ice series? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just thinking about that because the new... Uh, um, There's a new series, right? The Targaryen, right? yeah. Yeah. Which is based on Fire and Blood, which he published a couple years ago. But we're still waiting for the end of the Game of Thrones, which I'd be—I don't know—I honestly I wouldn't even be surprised if he was like, you know what, you got the gist in the in season eight, <laughs> like that was basically what was gonna happen, like, cause like he's kind of screwed, he's kind of stuck to some degree because people hated how that ended. <laughs> I didn't so much. I. You could tell that's where it was going.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It happened way too... Fa- it should have been a more drawn-out thing, but, you know, I guess they've ha- had to do everything, wrap it all up, and that was a- it was a hard turn in the last season, but either-, either way. That's where the story was going, if you were paying attention to any of the previous books. <laughs> that's where it was going. But, yeah, anyway. We don't have to keep talking about Game of Thrones. Um, so what? what are you doing? You're in college. What is your major... Or, like, what's your goal, plan? I used to hate that question. I'm sorry. I asked it immediately. <laughs> well, uh,
1: <laughs> the nice thing about BART is you don't actually have to go in with a major. Um, it's not until the end of your sophomore year that you do a process of declaring your major, major called um, moderation. Okay. Where you actually, like, you sit, you submit a paper, and you talk with, like, a panel of professors of that major. Mm-hmm. And they would admit you. You're okay. all. You're almost always going to be admitted yeah. if you've done like any work. Yeah. Um. But it's it's a process there. Um. I mean, my plan going in hasn't really changed. I'm still planning on doing uh, international relations. Okay. Uh, as my major, but it's not my major yet. Yeah. So.
0: So who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? It could change. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Because I remember your. I remember when you were in high school, your parents saying like, Oh. 'Cause you and your mom used to watch the West Wing or still do watch the West Wing and yeah. you loved that show and I think she was saying how that influenced you
1: Oh absolutely too
0: as part of like like yeah, I think I wanna I think I wanna do that kind of stuff. Like I wanna be a speechwriter or I wanna like whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah, be more civically minded. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Well you've yeah, I mean and growing up with the parents that you have that <laughs> that's not at all surprising that you grew up more like civil or civics minded and social justice minded. Yeah. Not at all surprising.
1: Uh, but yeah more memories I remember we had a a back room in that first location that I set fire to what? one time yeah did you really? well it was I think it was maybe a heater or a light that was on for a long time and I was I don't know watching a movie or something and apparently there was fire nearby (laughs) where I was and I had no idea I get very engrossed in what I'm doing that I just don't pay attention to anything else it
0: sounds like my husband he's like tunnel vision when he's like when he's like stimulated by something like a tv show or a project he's working on or whatever like everything disappears <laughs> yeah so you inadvertently started a fire yeah ah and then what happened who put it out
1: i don't remember, don't remember this part? is a story that has been told to me ah um although i wasn't super young when it happened yeah. um
0: you blocked it i out. was at least
1: in kindergarten <laughs> but yeah Oh, gosh. But yeah, I don't remember it. Wasn't it...
0: Because... To, like, no, it wasn't that bad. Because no, it wasn't fire.
1: No, I don't think so. I don't think it was that bad. Okay. Um, I also remember, uh, decorating the front window. Mhm. Um, did that that location and then the location we have here. Yeah. I always enjoyed doing that, um, and setting up like displays in the store. Yeah. It's always fun to move things around. Yeah. Uh, figure out what looks best. Uh, I'm not a very good artist You're like
0: your mom that way yeah. <laughs> Every six months she comes in She's yes. like we're changing everything <laughs> Yes we have
1: our um, our diagram of what the store looks like Where it's segmented into grids mm-hmm. um, And so like a bookshelf would be like two tiles on the grid If you have a table maybe that's four mm-hmm. You're just moving the pieces around uh, We've done that with our past two houses as okay. well Rearranging stuff oh, yeah. um, You haven't rearranged stuff as often now I think she's kind of figured out Maybe for mm-hmm. a couple months we'll be yeah. fine. We won't have to move anything else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, if the store looks different, it, yeah. because we've changed it. Yes. Because we do And that. we get
0: that comment. A lot will come in. Like, especially since February when we re- when we redid the floors. Yeah. Uh, of course, that's a really big change. But about I would say about every six to nine months, people will come in and go, huh, you moved things around. Or it's like, yeah, yeah, we did. So now this, like, everything's kind of in... A similar general area but we like to like reconfigure things and yeah and always moving things yeah and it's generally every time we do it it generally is an improvement in some mm-hmm. way um this one i think we've been well february was the last time we moved everything around yeah yeah
1: but yeah, yeah. i'm loving the new lights and yeah. the new floor
0: it looks totally different in here doesn't it yeah yeah
1: um and i guess the other thing <laughs> i really remember is uh doing the um the kid that festival that we did yeah. for several years
0: oh yeah you um, used to dress up as the yes. big character like in the character suits for was it pete the cat
1: i did pete the cat one yeah. year uh did the hungry caterpillar yeah another year i think it was another one as well
0: yeah there was another one but i i'm blank i don't on think what it was. i did
1: cat in the hat but we had a cat in the hat okay um yeah, I forget which one. There
0: was another one. What, yeah. But um, I think the last one we did was over at Linden Hall when we did that. And you were dressed up as somebody. It was I don't think it was Pete the Cat the last time. I can't remember. But, yeah.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> I don't know because one of the other things I enjoy doing is acting. Mm-hmm. Like last week I was just helping out uh, at the Dutch Apple doing a um, an acting camp. Um, and yeah, I've always enjoyed doing that. Uh, and so I guess kind of Get to be a character yeah uh during that and then my other job for Kidlit uh was in the being in the author's lounge yeah and making sure that they have everything and All that's the pretty cool yeah. isn't it yeah yeah like i've i probably at least the first couple years i've been i read more than other kids um but i'd say the biggest thing um of having a bookstore is knowing authors yeah. more? we like kids. There's like a separation between there's a text and then there's an author. But just having conversations with so many authors and yeah. these are these are just people yeah. that are writing things down and this is their this job, the job usually. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'd say that's probably the biggest thing. Yeah, uh, was just yeah having conversations with authors and having a different. Perspective of what an author is yeah. at such an early age.
0: Yeah, and what they do and what they're, yeah. Yeah, I remember the working the first, my very first time ever working for Aaron's books ever was at kidlit when it was mm-hmm. over at Lunitzel. Yeah,
1: because it's always all, all hands on deck uh, for yeah. that. It's yeah, bit...
0: and I was brand new and it was my first day and Kidlet was, and I remember walking into the author's lounge and being like, I'm not supposed to be in here. <laughs> you well, know what yeah, I mean, like
1: I think that's the year we had our biggest name, Gordon Corman.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. am I don't even remember all who, like, who, what all authors were there because I was just like so intimidated. <laughs> I was so intimidated by like, well, a the whole event because it's just enormous, and I didn't know how to do anything yet. And then all these authors are in like the author room, and you walk in, and you're like, eh, <laughs> I don't want to bother you, but yeah. Yeah, that was always that was always a huge event it was fun a lot of fun but yeah a lot of yeah a lot of work for your parents yeah um there was one other question i thought i just thought of and now i lost it oh acting i wanted to ask you mm-hmm. are you doing that at Bard at all
1: um i haven't yet are I there might... opportunities to there yeah i might like there are definitely opportunities to audition for things yeah uh, i auditioned once i'll probably Keep going to one or two auditions a year, see where it goes when I have time. Um, I think the thing I found that I enjoy the most is actually directing. Really? But that's a lot more involved because you have a lot more control, which also means you have a lot more responsibility Mm -hmm. on the front end of setting it up.
0: And all the decisions you have to make about everything.
1: Yeah. So I haven't had the time to do that, but I've been enjoying...
0: Really? That's cool. uh,
1: The little bit of directing I've done uh, at the high school. Yeah yeah
0: that's really cool
1: yeah oh the other other thing um that has been my job is going to book sales yeah um usually with my dad Mm -hmm. we'd go to um usually it's a library or a group of libraries Mm -hmm. uh, that are giving away well they're selling books um sometimes it's a bookstore that's closing and they're selling the books that they have um and it's always it's a it's a whole process that's like each book sale is different, but also kind of has the same rules where like each section is going to be color-coded. The hardbacks are going to be, um, like more expensive. They're Mm going to be like the red stickers. Remember you're paying two to $5 per hardback. And then the paperbacks are going to be your yellow ones. And the ones that are in really good condition might be like one or $2 and the rest are going to be 50 cents. Yeah. Um, and we always, like, go straight for the classics. Yep. Getting on the classics. Uh, and then it would be my job to go to the children's or middle grade section mm-hmm. and pick out the best-looking Magic Treehouse or right. Percy Jackson. Yeah. Um, or another book that I've read recently that I know that people will enjoy Yeah. Um, picking out. So, yeah, if you go and look at our used section for middle grade, I'd say even now there are still some books there that are ones that I've picked out from book sales.
0: I, yeah. And I love that in every section we have used books because it absolutely like having books at every price point that any, pretty much anyone could come in and like, you know, this, this book is $2 and 50 cents because it's a used but it's a classic title or it's a popular middle grade title or yeah. I, I love that. That's a priority at the bookstore because I just feel like I feel like books should be available to everybody and yeah I think it's
1: amazing you never stop learning and yeah never stop reading I think it's a great thing
0: that was perfect (laughs) (laughs) never stop learning never stop reading maybe I'll just call the episode that I'll call it never stop learning never stop reading with the Aaron Aaron of (laughs) Aaron's books
1: many more years (laughs) of reading to go yeah
0: yeah yeah, if you have any, like, really good ones from college or whatever that you are reading like, this you know, I'm Still trying to figure out what to do. Not figure out. Like, I haven't done anything. From the people who sell you actual books in a real-life indie bookshop comes a podcast all about books and the love of reading. So subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on Instagram at Aaron's Books.